It's Kirk and Callahan. Hi, how are you? I'm better now. Ah, uh, thanks. You do whatever I tell you. I'm going to grab your crotch. I'm going to drug you. I'm going to take your bathing suit off. You got magic written all over you, child. Did you step into those jeans or did you have to jump into them? Sorry, though. I wish I was there. <laughs> Skimpy thong lingerie bottoms as night clothes. I'm single, too. Are you? Yes. I want gone. to attack you sexually. Thank you. With Kirk Minahan. So get them out of the country then, probably, right? Maybe you shouldn't be in the country. Round them up and maybe put them in, like, a place and then, like, ship them to, like, another country. Get them out. Keith, you're a definite left-wing wacko. Big time. Moron moonbat. Brian likes America. No, loves America more than you could ever love anything, Dale. You're not offended, Rich Keith. And I'm not even political. Like, I don't care about, like, politics. And Jerry Callahan. About 15, 20 years ago, there was a group of male reporters at the Boston Globe that had a list. We're ranking girls. It's called the bleepability list. Nice bum, where you from? They would rate women, were they hot? Right or left? Left is hot. The sexual harassment scandal that is enveloping the august pages of the Boston Globe. On Sports Radio, WEEI. Before we get to the Globe stuff, we should light up on Friday. I'm gonna tell, maybe I should start telling jokes every Friday just to light up the mood. Oh, good idea. Horse walks into a bar, right? Yep bartender says, why the long face? And the horse says, not enough charity offerings. <laughs> Some guy tweeted that to me. Oh! Oh! Hickory dickory dock. Oh! Oh! At least people on the internet are happy today. We made the parody accounts happy heading into the weekend. Jack and Joe. Good weekend Hill. started early. Each with a buck in the quarter. Jill came down with 250. You. Oh! oh! Whoa. Mary, Mary. Oh! Whoa. What did we start doing? Was that? Oh, it was Dice James, yeah. right? <laughs> oh! <laughs> Whoa. Oh! Why was... Uh, did you get James on this weekend? Why was MJ not on uh, with the afternoon guys yesterday? I do not know. I just... Um, I know he's next on Monday. Memorial Day Monday. An afternoon solo fiesta. Oh, my goodness. What time? Post socks till 7 or 8. Beautiful. Socks play Memorial Day this year? One o'clock. That's good. Against Atlanta. Yes. Wrapping up the four-game series. I believe that would be Chris Sale on the hill that day. It's Toronto, I think. But still with the lingering effect of the Atlanta series hanging Correct, over yeah. them. Three-game yeah, series, again, which you look, into four, yeah. You look into, you're, you're so focused on the game itself. We're talking about the aspect of it. Mike, go ahead. Before we get into the Globe, you don't want to talk about the Globe. You said you had Brian Anderson thoughts from last night. Go ahead. Excuse me? You said Brian Anderson pitched last night. You wanted to talk about it. During the break. Yeah. I did not say that at all. Did he say that? He said, I want to get into Anderson. So, go ahead, dig into it for I'm a second. pretty sure you mean Brian Johnson. No, Brian Anderson, the old guy who does the play-by-play now. No, Brian Anderson does the he does the Cavs play-by-play, yeah, right? Yeah, right. He pitched for the Sox yeah. last night. He did His mom's know. a doubleman twin. Sox lost 6-3. That's all I really know. Yeah, Porcello was not good last night. I don't want to get emotional talking about it. <clears throat> I did not see pitch one in that game. Did you? What's that now? <laughs> I heard Slop, some sloppy start to the game. Sorry. Was it bad? Oh, yeah. Leon dropped the ball at the plate. Who? Sandy Leon. Oh, he did? Well, he's Terrible. Porcello's personal catcher. Not really, but but in a lot of ways, it connected. Be. Yeah, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, but you agree he should be. I like the platoon. Are you disagreeing with me? No, I, I agree with you. I mean, what? That's Leon's first. <laughs> what are you laughing at him or me? He's caught in this web of do I? He's in, he's in two characters right now. Right, nerdy Red Sox Ken Laird right. or a sock, sock puppet Ken Laird. He, he, you caught him in this weird spot. Stuff call. He doesn't know to stick to his Red Sox guns. Is the captain? Or agree with you? The real captain is he back in lab tonight? Veritek. No, Pedroia. <laughs> oh, Pedroia. Maybe. That's okay. a maybe. Maybe Good. today, maybe tomorrow. Okay. That's going to be today. Are you kidding me? Why? Why are you? What do you care? 
As Rob wrote about it. It's a, oh. Rob wrote a very important piece, The Time Away for Good point. Uh, Dustin the Brian McGorry of, the of WEI.com. We've always Rob said Bradford. that about him. Yes, yes, I have always said that yeah. about him. So anyway, there you go. Uh, Howie Carr wrote about it. We've talked about it yesterday. And it got bigger yesterday as the day went on. <clears throat> it's the Brian McGorry stuff. Uh, Howie wrote a column about it today in the Herald. Brian McGorry, uh, the Globe editor, he's in charge of the paper, and the Boston Globe's hypocrisy in the Me Too scandal. This is from Howie Carr today in the Herald, page 8. A corrupt, uh, oh, I should say this is a job for the Spotlight team. Spotlight won Best Picture. I don't remember who he gave away Best Picture that year and said Spotlight. I can't remember who that was. I forget. Do we have that? We'll hmm? grab it one second. Okay, let me know when we have it. A corrupt culture, decades of rampant sexual harassment, slamming and legal threats against female victims of sanctimonious male superiors, cover-ups, uh, <clears throat> a highly paid employee under arrest for allegedly exposing himself to his young female immigrant neighbors and then the, getting the case broomed, and now allegations of some of the leading male lights of this vile organization, how his words, may have maintained a list of supposedly available young women, a bleepability list, so-called. Imagine how much fun the Globe would have exposing a sordid sexist scandal if it wasn't the Boston Globe. Uh, and as he writes, the pampered puke in the crosshairs this week is Brian McGorry, editor of the floundering, floundering broadsheet. He's accused by Hillary Sargent of sending inappropriate texts, one of which she alleges asked her, what do you generally wear when you write? The alleged date uh, the, ta- the date of the alleged text is unknown. Big difference in age, 17 years. There are supposedly many more texts. I can, I can tell you there are. I think Mutt would not disagree with that. Sargent has not released any. In a brilliant PR move, the Globe has decided to try and sue Sargent. <laughs> and Brian McGorry last night sent a statement that he's basically looking at a potential lawsuit. He didn't say he had filed it yet. The threat of a libel right. lawsuit. A defa- yeah. Right, a defamation suit. And I can tell you, when you do that, you open yourself up to everything. There is no chance Brian McGorry. So you say everything. You mean every communication, email, text, well, then anything he, then they he want. Yes, to talk, and they will say to him, uh, "Did you? how many times have you texted Hillary Sargent? Have you ever texted her that, I don't know, whatever? Have you ever texted her pictures of your private parts? Have you ever texted... Pictures of thoughts you want to do to her sexually. You've ever texted this or that? I think. I, I mean, I don't know the answers, but everything. But those everything are not open territory. Yes, and he's not going to want to answer. My guess is those. And then how he writes. Actually, I'm more interested in the bleepability list compiled by male reporters of the Globe a few years back. It's a listing of the people of papers female interns and rates them on say the one you'd most want to f and the one you'd least want to f. This is college girls. This is coeds. And I was told by a source. This is not Howie Carson's Kirk Minahan, Brian McGorry was part of compiling that list and putting it together. Uh, when he was not the editor at the paper at the time. It was years ago, but he was part of the people who put that list together. That's Brian McGorry. That's the guy in charge of the paper. We'll see what Linda Pizzuti does. We'll see what John Henry does. Those are the people now. Those are the only people above him, really. Those are the people who own the newspaper, who, who are in charge of the big decisions. We'll see what they do. But Brian McGorry right now is dead. I mean, you might as well cut your cut your losses right now and let him go. He can threat all the, loss, threat all the lawsuits he wants, but that's not going to happen. The Boston Globe, who have been only too happy to wag their finger at Me Too, whether it's uh, Mark James or whether it's that conductor, whether it's Ashbrook, when it comes to their own stuff, these frauds, and there have been frauds on this, have been pathetic. That story that Mark Arsenal wrote a few months ago, they wouldn't name anybody. And now their own stuff in McGrory, their own stuff in the history of the paper, Brian Marquardt, the obituaries editor, who was arrested for masturbating in front of his neighbor. Stuff like that. They, they hide. They don't want you to know about that. But when other people get in trouble, I would just say this. If Jerry Callahan was accused of the same things that Brian McGorry did, do you think the Globe would write about it? Do you think, uh, yes. Think yes, any agreement would be in we place know, then? We know of that. Of course yeah. not. Of course not. Now the Globe is writing about themselves. They're talking about themselves. They've made it public. It's part of the discussion. Brian McGorry, the editor of the Globe, in my opinion, is guilty of sexual harassment and, by today's standards, 
should be out of a job. And the more you learn, the worse it's going to get. So I don't know why Linda and John haven't already stepped in and squashed this. So we'll see what they do. Well, I... So you would suppose he'd be fired today? I mean, yes. they're going to they're going to do we'll something suspended sort of, or whatever. Well, they'll be yeah. They should do that as soon as today. Uh, and and my guess is when they start to dig into this, and according to the the globe ownership, they want to, they'll find more. The word I keep coming back to: I'm a simple man. Uh, is arrogance the arrogance to to brag about the spotlight team? The arrogance to say, "Look at us, we're looking inward." On the Me Too story, the arrogance to point at other people you suggested uh, and point to their issues and their uh, problems they've had, Mark Jaynes, etc. And then to let this go on and pretend it's not going on, the word simply is arrogance, and it should it shouldn't be. It's, it's surprising, I guess it shouldn't be, given the track record. And we are now in a situation where I'm not sure how we'd ever come back from this, given the news we have right now. Well, that's all we have. There's going to be more, and when it gets more and more, it's going to be worse. Like I said, McGorry threatened the lawsuit, but it's not going to go through with it. And I go back to the story that, that Mark Arsenal wrote in December that we blasted uh, their own sort of... Well, uh, you had in, to come in, out and name the names right, in that Jim story O'Sullivan, they wouldn't name. Yes. Yeah, who, but this internal look the Globe did, which was meandering, and they assigned things to people, and they, 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 they wouldn't give names, and this and that, and they talked about this co-op list, this group... This dating pool, which to me could have easily been this McGorry thing that they moved to something else. That's the editor of the newspaper who participated in this, and they covered it up. They covered up their own stuff while doing an internal investigation into Me Too. It is unbelievable. I mean, I don't know how you could trust the paper at this point if they have this guy in charge and these decision makers. If, if Linda Pizzuti and John Henry want to say, we're leaders of this newspaper, we're going to take it forward. And listen, I'm all for it. I, I hope they do it. They say, starting today, it's over. We do a real internal investigation. We bring somebody actual from the outside, not one of our friends like they're doing with the Cohen thing, somebody who is totally and wholly independent to a real internal investigation. And they're going to find, I think, some stuff they don't want to find. That's too bad. But most of it's when they weren't around and they can start it. But since December 8th, to May 25th, the Globe has been in cover-your-ass mode on Me Too like you wouldn't believe. It's embarrassing. They've been in point-the-finger mode. They have, yes, they, also they, that. They, they'll point the finger at other people and, and blame the them fashion for their industry, issues. these These composers, movie, everywhere. movie yes, people, sports, everybody. Jay, and they, they have done this across the board. Uh, what, the ESPN story they did. The, the Globe had a big story on, on Butcher John Butchergrass and ESPN, right. which looked very creepy at the time. Since then, it appears... That it was portrayed as something it's not. They were happy to write that and take the the attaboys across the sports world for that. Add that to the list of things where or they were able to look outside and, and point this big finger. But internally, they want to cover up names and move things around. And amazingly, they still have defenders. Like Emily Rooney, who we'll get to here in a second. They still have people willing to defend Brian McGorry, defend the Boston Globe the way they've handled it. And I guess that's the the power they wield, Kirk, that in some cases people are still willing to defend. I think that list is getting smaller, but in watching that uh, you know, GBH webcast yesterday uh, beat the press, there are people who hold pretty high, uh, you know, let's call them uh, with a media uh, arbiter uh, positions in this town, still are willing to give the Boston Gold the benefit of the doubt, which is pretty surprising given the evidence, at least since December. It's, at least since it's, it's 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 so strange. I, I don't, I'll never understand it. I don't get it. And I'm not sure, you know, and, and the idea that this sort of this context of McGorry stuff, when did he text it, when didn't he text it, is important. I agree it's important, but I guess my thing is, if he's the editor of the Boston Globe and he's texting that stuff to writers at all, like, what are, what are we doing? The 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 Boston Globe, Boston.com separation that they're trying no, that to portray... Work. Does not exist. It, well, it's first a of all, theater first system. Of all, go back. Been, hold on. Go back and look at. I've Boston. also been told it's not true. But I, go ahead. I believe you, but yeah. and I agree. 
because there are people who started at Boston.com who eventually had their stuff then published on the Boston Globe. That's how it worked, almost like a feeder system for uh, the big leagues, which was the Globe. So to suggest that if someone worked at Boston.com, they wouldn't be influencing, uh, would be influenced by somebody at the Globe, that makes zero sense. And so if they want to play that game, uh, they're going to find themselves in a lot of trouble because it's very easy to see that's how you got to the Globe. Maybe you started there. So it's... it. It'd be funny if they continue to play that card, which I don't think they can much longer. And there's not. I, it seems like the defenders are getting less and less yeah. and less and less. Obviously, Howie, down to one. Howie blasted or two blasted and a half, one yesterday. Uh, I don't know how they're going to handle it over the weekend. It's Memorial Day weekend. They can either bury it over the weekend or hope it goes away. And if they hope it goes away in this age, that's not going to work. It's only going to get worse no. and worse and worse. And my guess is more people will eventually come forward. What were you say, Chris? Oh, I wasn't going to say. Oh, anything. there you go. Say something. We reached out to, by the way, to Emily Rooney, who said no. To, who's the gentleman who tweeted out? What's Steve Bailey, who wrote for the Globe for a while. He right? was an editor in the Business or Metro right. section. Yes, I know that name. What did he say? What was it? What did he tweet out? Uh, let me get the exact tweet. Okay, he was basically tweeting like that. That Hillary, uh, that Hillary was you know b- 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 guilty, right, or whatever. I I, I didn't see it. Uh, she, he was going back and forth with someone regarding. Um, oh, I got it. I story. got it. Yeah, I got it. Uh, she sounded very happy with her experience. Boston.com. She exited two years ago. I've never been prouder to work anywhere. Judge for yourself, he said. Questions worth asking. Who's been more transparent, the Globe or Hillary Sargent? And what does it mean that Hillary Sargent had a separation agreement and severance package from the Globe? Those are fair questions. What I would say is, like, the idea that in some statement that she put together with the paper that she was happy when she was there doesn't mean that she wasn't sexually harassed. I mean, how stupid is that? It makes no sense. I mean, history is filled with people Easy. who acted like they were. I mean, she felt pressured by powerful people. Like that seems pretty reasonable to me. And he referred to her as a former disgruntled employee, sort of. Which is true, I think. I'm that's sorry. True. Help me out. Who's who's Steve Bailey? He, he wrote the paper for a while. He was an editor there forever. I'm sure he's friends with these. But that's what I mean. That's the defense, though. Those are the people who are left defending. Well, the Globe. That's what, yesterday we heard them. Right. We we have a big defense of one person. We'll probably play sound. I don't know here or coming. I would up. say right now we'll do that. Yeah, we'll do it in a second. We'll do it in a second. But I don't I don't know what the next play is when more and more texts come out. And more and more people come out who are part of that culture and are uncomfortable, which is going to happen. The Globe is going to say if they keep this guy around when it gets bigger, you know they have to ask themselves. Well, if there are more texts. That's I mean that's easy. It's sure. an easy play for them. But if I'm Linda and John, I'm talking about this. I'm saying, well, and let's be honest, we think that he did this. Do we really think that somebody else is going to come out nine months from now if we keep him or eighteen months from now and it's worse? Well, we just did the headlines with Morgan Freeman. That's if what I mean. One, so there's, there's it's two. Gonna, it's going to happen. Yes, it's, it's definitely going to happen. Not a rogue situation. Yes, it's a really strange situation. So the only person left, really publicly defending McGorry, like wholly defending McGorry, is Emily Rooney on this TV show she put on last night to defend McGorry. It's the strangest sound you've ever heard in your life. Let's play. We'll play it now. Let's play it now. You have it, Ken? So we don't know because no one said when the relationship began and whether, you know, the, the later it began, no, the he, closer... he established the, that. Did, that, that did it was he? after she left her. I think, I think somebody said... Uh, that's not clear the year to me. Was over. Yeah, okay, no, that's no, no. He did me. say that. It's not yeah. clear to me. He said they were not working together when they dated. He but said we, that. Uh, we don't, uh, I don't know anyway, how many years intervened between the time. And, and so do we know the ages at that point? He was well, quite a bit older. The same. Right? They were still, I think, 20 well, years Well, the point ago. is that yeah, he's, I want to point out he's still older than she yeah, is. Yeah, but your <laughs> right, point but in the, bringing up the ages is really about the power dynamic. Yeah. Right. Thank you. That's where we're going to. He's the big boss. Well, Well, whatever boss he was at that point he wasn't a she, okay it didn't <laughs> matter because she was a co-op right. that's okay. my point well, no, there was a power not. dynamic there no, when, when she first dating, came she was God, okay it's, it's like it's scary it's like frightening it's like mcgory's talking to her which is clear which is obvious she's a mouthpiece for the globe this is i don't care if you're a man or a woman have some pride at least look at both sides of the story 
I mean, you just believe wholly that McGorry's innocent? When even Dan Kennedy is like, what are you talking about? What are you, nuts? Is it Carolyn Are you Crossley? insane? Am I getting her name right? Yeah, she, that, I mean, that, that, that is the point right there. The power dynamic, no matter what the roles were at that point. And Emily well, she Rooney started, just dismisses she started, that like she it's She started nothing. as an intern. I mean, so obviously she's always been on the lower point of power. Than the the, and that's the, the biggest paper. power dynamic. Intern versus full-time employee. Because your goal, you're interning in a place, you probably want to work there full-time right. at some point. To me, the house of cards, if you really like, want to look at it, is when McGorry says there's no cross between the Boston.com and the Globe. It's just so dumb. Nobody with a brain believes that. I'm sure he edited some of her work when she was working there, had an idea what she was writing or not writing. I have no doubt of that. You think that. he's influential in hiring at Boston.com? Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. stupid. It's insulting to pretend. Otherwise, and it gets worse with Emily Rooney. Let's hear some more. So are you saying they were equal? They were never no, no, equal. No, no, but, no, but she wasn't at the Globe when they were dating. All right. I'm just saying that there could, there's a power dynamic. The genesis. Unlike our show, like the they, genesis, just sort of, they exactly. have this like, friendly, like they all want to pretend they like each other. You can tell that woman wants to say, are you out of your friggin' mind, stupid? Like, really? <laughs> are you that dumb? Are you that dense? Or are you just in, in, in the tank for the Globe? Like, have some pride. Look at this story with some guts. I can't believe she wouldn't come on today because she wouldn't want to answer these questions. You know... She's in, uh, you know, in, in cahoots with the Globe and with McGorry. McGorry's done. He's done. He's damaged. He's gone. Goodbye forever. What are you going to do next? And then it gets worse. We have the, the final sound with uh, Emily Rooney. Let's hear that. I think it's fair to say that we would be very interested in hearing from any women, uh, men too, but, but in particular women, who have experienced some sort of culture of pervasive sexual misconduct that occurred during their time at the Globe, whether they're current employees, whether they were there as co-ops. Um, so if there are people out there, I think, uh, who, who experience something akin to what Hillary Sargent mm-hmm. has been alluding to, uh, beat the press, I'd I like think, would think like to somebody would have fill in the blanks. That's now. incredible. God, you are, you are a you start, vile man. human being. That is a brutal line for her. Talk about, again, the, 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 the term is slut-shaming, which is, you know, that's exactly what she's, she's trying to make these women, you know, imba- feel embarrassed. That they, don't come forward. Don't do it. Don't do it. Stay silent. Stay silent. If you're a victim, keep your mouth shut. Oh, my God, that is so awful. Seriously. I don't care if you're a woman or a man. To do that is horrifying. Well, she makes era. it seem like it's so easy to do. And then you read this story today, the Louis C.K. story. All right, let's see what we get back. Can we do it when we get Rebecca back? Rebecca Corey, this is why the, the thing uh, she's Emily Rooney just said there is the, how flippantly she said it is so dumb because one of these people had to come forward years after, talked about the experience and how hard it is. And it makes what she said right there, that clip, it's the most damning one. You're right. And I've got, I've got multiple so people messaging me and texting me from the Globe uh, while they were there during that run. And I have stuff to, stuff to talk about. Just lies that McGorry's telling. Do you care? Do you think the Globe's wrong? Do you think this is sexual harassment we've laid out? One there for you guys as well. Load them up. 617-779-7937. We'll be right back. Later it began. No, he, the closer he established the, that. Did, that, that did it was he? after she left. Yeah, okay, that's no, that. no, that's not he did say that. It's not clear to me. How many years? Uh, the big boss, he no matter well, it, well, whatever boss he was at that point. He wasn't a boss. She, okay. That's my point. Well, no, there was a power a, dynamic there no, when, when she first dating, came. She was not. He, so are you saying they were equal? They were never no, no, equal. No, 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 but. But she wasn't at the Globe when they were dating. I mean, Hillary Sargent's take has, on this. Hillary has contextualized it only in tweets. She hasn't been more. The, the press, I think, would like to. Somebody would have come forward by now. But. Jesus Christ. Sort of under in the back. I think somebody would have come forward That's by scary. now. I mean, again, her, her family, you know, he worked at six, 60 Minutes, which we've learned was another culture of sexual harassment. I'm not saying Andy Rooney did it. I don't think he did. There's no proof of that. And, you know, being around here, being around the globe, another place where this has gone on for decades. Why wouldn't you? And we get, and we'll hear from, like, manager today, like, why are you going after them? 
well, why does the globe look at themselves and say, let's have this stop? You know what? So you and I come to work. I don't. We don't prowl on interns. We come to work, keep our heads down, we leave. Uh, I I talk to the interns at least. You sort of ignore everybody. I don't talk to them. I, I don't. know. I know that. Uh, Emily Rooney admits that she saw a letter Hillary Sargent sent to the Globe where she's willing to help them out about their investigation uh, like for six months. So for her to say that there in that spot, it's that incredible. so disingenuous. And it also... It's also sort of threatening. It's also sort of saying, like, don't, you know, you're like saying to these other women, don't speak up. It's... it's Oh, if you hadn't spoken up by now. now. Like, who, you know, like, daring. Like, what, if, what if a woman was actually, like, really assaulted? She's humiliated. She feels like a fool. Like, it's just so dumb. It's pathetic. You pathetic. Re- you read this uh, Rebecca Corey story today. She's oh. one of the people that uh, Louis C.K. asked to masturbate in front of. And she writes this lengthy story about you know wh- why it happened and how long it took. And she has these tweets from people who went after her. Like, you're the real problem here. You kept silent as you got harassed. It's uh, worse than that. I mean, s- Jesus. Some people have said, he just asked to uh, masturbate in front of you. What's the big deal? And I can count how many times people have said, well, he did say sorry, but he didn't. And so she's explaining in this lengthy piece how he ruined her life and how she was afraid to come forward and affected her. And sort of suggest, why haven't they come forward yet, as Emily Rooney's doing? You drop the C word on her. It's, it's rough. It, it is rough. It, 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 it's, you said slut shaming before. It's almost victim blaming. Like, oh, why haven't you come well, same forward? Thing. That's yet? Almost, it's the same thing. That's, yeah, right. It's exactly the same thing. They're making trying to make these women feel like either they're whores. If they've you've got to do it right away, or it doesn't count. Yeah, it's just dumb. It's dumb, and, and you know, it's it's again, honestly, like I'd love for the Globe to be a great paper. Awesome, great. I'm on board. We'll give you a fresh start. Start now. Get rid of this guy. Do a real investigation. By the way, if you find nothing, fine. But I can tell you already, I've had people from the Globe who work there now and have worked there in the past who have told me he gets to see from a gory stuff. I have three different people during the break say, McGorry absolutely hired Sargent. By the way, Hillary Sargent is not one of those people. Absolutely hired her. So, I mean, th- right there, done. And, by the way, a couple people say, they're Boston.com and the Globe cross pollinated all the time. Their hands were all over stuff. But if you just, as a reader, you knew that, right? You didn't okay, need somebody at the Globe okay, to say that. No, but, but if that's a lie, then why believe anything else? If you're willing to lie about that, why lie about anything else? All right, Jesse's in Western Mass. Good morning. How you doing? Great. So I came on hoping you guys were going to bash LeBron, but I'm really thrilled that you're taking this issue on. I think you've got a solid progressive view. This is a male issue. We I try to be as progressive as possible, Jesse. I'm always That's always been my policy. Yeah, no, and it's like, look, these issues, issues of race, they're in sports, and I, sometimes I just want to hear about sports, but we can't ignore what's really happening. And again, sports is a place where men – tend to be dominant in personalities, in journalism, and it's really important that we realize we've got a huge role in this. And I think victim-blaming and slut-shaming and bringing the, creating that language for all sports fans is critical. So thank you, guys. Well, it's the, it's the least we can do for it's, people. It's Between really that and saving, saving having horses go into I've their done, elderly I've done years today. of solid. I'm give the internet. He did plenty today, and we'll get back to that. But I would just no, say, again, you have women, prominent women at the Globe, and who I think would want to talk about this. I would think. I mean, I, I, it's just, it's strange to me that Linda Pizzuti and Shirley LeWong and all these people have been silent about this. That's all. Uh, it's just been strange. Maybe they're ready to talk. Who knows? Uh, Sam McKinnick, I think, has a salient point here. Good morning, Sam. Hi, guys. Um, yeah, I think Mutt, you should try to sit this one out. Right, he essentially has to, in his defense. Right. But I would ahead. I would agree. No, Go ahead. He's going he's going off, and 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 it I, it really frustrates me, right? Because okay. even when you guys talk, and it had nothing to do with politics. When you guys talk about this subject, and a guy that voted for a guy that's been accused of doing the same thing to fourteen women, then how can you actually have a conversation about it? 
You can't. I told, by the way, I, I've said this to Jerry, I agree a thousand percent. You voted, the President of the United States right. is guilty of sexual harassment. Then why? Do you not believe the victims? Are those victims lying? I think the victims that have been victims of the past have come forward, yes. So you believe them? Doesn't. So you're comfortable yes. voting for the President of the United States a sexual harasser? Right. Uh, no. I can make the case, Sam, but, but you did, though. He was like an octopus. I didn't at the time. My option—it was a better option. It was than well known. I had. It was, I had a it better was well established than, at the time. Better was, option than voting for the the other option, who was someone who uh, was happy putting uh, military in place to die. Okay. Okay. Well, Trump's already talked about sending military all over the place. There's, so, he's, he's still doing it too. Oh, yeah, in so fact, you got a nice reply from North Korea today. It sounds like. Uh, let's get. Let's let's be a little more serious. Can we please go to Maryland? Good morning. Good morning, Jen. Captain Dorian Hungwell, U.S. Navy. Oh, Oh, Captain Captain, Hungwell. Good morning, sir. How are you? Jerry, uh, Jerry, might not get to listen to this. I'm not sure the the listeners will, but that's okay. How are you? Very well. Very well. I've I've spent some time abroad. I've been uh, a little time um, undercover, so I've been away. uh, I wanted to give some thoughts. I'm going to be honest with you, man. I I, I like Michael Michael Bonanski on Kirk and Callahan. I do. Mm -hmm. I prefer him on the overnight where I can apply hands-on work with the charity that I love. Yeah. The WWAH ride while facing back off or, right. or, or coming up from the rear. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> are you ready to talk without being dirty? Hold on. I'm a man who can get songs done for you. Morgan Freeman. That's right. I'm here with Captain Hungwell. Morgan Freeman's never my favorite. Uh, <laughs> favorite, favorite, favorite ca- Captain Hungwell character. Wow, Captain Hungwell. <clears throat> I didn't know Jess like picnics. How we do there? All right. Uh, I don't think so. You're gonna be very happy with that. I think everything was. I actually. I have to be fair. I think everything was was fine there. We got a text and what? There was a text from up above that we needed to get some of that off. That was. I don't know. Not much. There may be a ban on Captain Hunt. What? Oh, good. Yeah. So let's ban the only uh, the only entertaining caller at the whole goddamn station. Let's have who? Ralph from Cranston call friggin' Dale and Keith to talk about the Cavaliers. Who's home tonight? (laughs) Jesus Christ. What did the text say? He tries. We, I don't think we're going to be able to have him on anymore. What does the text say? Uh, I'll give you the exact verbiage here. Hold Thank on you. one second. We can't have him on anymore. Why? Who's but, that from? Joe Zarbano. Oh, Jesus. I mean, what a drip. Can you imagine being that boring? This is the guy who said the penis cake to Chicago, right? I believe so, yes. Oh, right? Am I wrong? No, he was the producer of the show then, yeah. He was in charge. He, was, he led the charge, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Jesus, can you imagine being that pathetic now that uh, entertaining? You will be uh, Captain Hungwell is allowed to call him whenever he like. That's that's fine. You are allowed to call whenever. We you serve want. the country. Shouldn't he be able to call in? Yes, he is calling from that one. That is stupid. I, I will, I'm happy to have that conversation. Why? 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 Because he's funny. I guess the innuendo is. That why is Keith allowed on? All right, six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. We'll be right. Good morning, Jim. Captain Dorian Hungwell, U.S. Navy. Oh, oh, hello, Captain, Captain Hungwell. Good Captain morning, Hungwell. sir. How are you? Wait, Jerry, uh, Jerry, might not get to listen to this. I'm not sure the, the listeners will, but that's okay. How are you? Very well, very well. I've, I've spent some time abroad. I've been uh, a little time um, undercover, so I've been away. And, okay. uh, I wanted to give some thoughts. I'm going to be honest with you, man. I, I, I like Michael, Michael Bonanski on Kirk and Callahan. I do. Mm-hmm. I prefer him on the overnight where I can apply hands-on work with the charity that I love. Yeah. <laughs> The WWAH or, or Women's with Absentee Husbands. <laughs> okay, good, good. So listeners heard none Thank of that you, call, Captain correct? If I'm, if I'm to believe Twitter, nobody, none of it. Forty seconds of it. That's for sure. They missed. Oh, do you have any pride? Like, do you feel embarrassed having to do that or no? I I am. I I thought that was fine. Curtis yelled at me to dump it, so I. Is that he, true? He was getting messages and dump it. Is this, is this good? It's not going to be talked about when you don't do a podcast. Be discussed. They'll say don't talk about that.
Can you play the whole call? We played it the last night. I mean, don't you feel like, don't you both feel like you're better accomplished to be program directors than Joey? That's a fun question. What are you laughing at, guys? Don't you? You've told me that off the air. So why on the air are you? They both just backed away from their microphones. Why would would I? Why you guys can't? Why can't you be like me? I would answer that. I have no desire to be a program director. I'll tell you that right now. Zero, zero desire. It is salt water. I don't care. Whatever. That's a great shirt. It's a great shirt. What do I care? I'm gonna buy a boat. The hell do I care? (laughs) You look great today, Kirk. Yeah, I'm tanned as can be. Like a million dollars. Comfortable, yeah. Yeah, like five houses. Relaxed, yeah. How many cars? I hate Jerry's car the other day just because I want to. I'm, I'm buying a new car. That's How much why. charity you donate to this year? I donated. We did this in taxes. I can tell you each charity we donated about $75,000 in charity last year. It's an excellent number. I have no idea. It's uh, much uh, credit card. I don't think I can give a dollar a charity. Three times my year. yearly salary. So. Uh, that's a good yeah. question. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know how much we did last year. I don't know. But anyway, but don't, don't, don't the question. Don't, shut up. No. Yeah, don't, what are you trying to give him a lifeboat? What do you think here? Life raft? Whatever the hell. Lifeboat. Lifeboat. <laughs> <laughs> do you think you're... Do you think you'd be a better program director than Joe Zarbano, Chris? I don't think I would handle the uh, stress of the job very well. I think Joey works very hard at his job. Boy, that is, that is a dancing around the answer. Would you say yes or no? Uh, I'd say it's a pretty good political answer for so me. So you think Joey is a better program director than you'd be if you were the program director? I don't know. I've never done it. Can I say this? I think Joey would be a better program director than Chris Curtis. You do? Why? Yes. What does he do? Because Chris Curtis is too nice of a guy. Chris Curtis is uh, nice to the weekend people. He's nice to you. He, he would not be able to deal with the day-to-day of the program director job. So I'm saying Joey would do a better job. Who do you think would be better, Ken? Chris or, or Joe? Probably Joe. Curtis is a little junk. Wow, boy. It's a guy who needs to write down notes, drink water, and eat a banana before bed to produce this it's show. It's a guy that gives to thoroughbred aftercare. I don't think it's relevant nothing, to the program director yeah, discussion. It's, good it's job important to note, but I don't think it's relevant. Swing and a miss, strike three. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, I don't think I'd be good with the... Uh, Joey is a, has an edge to him in dealing with things that I do not have, and I think it comes in well with the program director. Who do I job. respect more when it comes to programming? Chris Curtis. Who would handle the job better? Joe Zarbano. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, I guess. I think the positions are relevant anyway, truthfully. At this 2018, you just program weekends and... Let I know, we're, we're, the, t- we're, we're sitting next... <laughs> The real program director. I mean, I can tell you. I mean, it's you know. Well, I, I, believe me, certain shows will not be in the air if I were the program director. Like That's what? For there's, sure. I'm sure there's some very good weekend programming this weekend. I'm uh, even no, I, I would change the afternoon show for sure, and I would blast out some of the more uh, the uh, week the weekend stuff. Absolutely. Huh. In two seconds. Let's go. Well, I I I know. That's not my. I wouldn't say. I would like to get a good third person anyway, at least at the very least, in an afternoon show. But they're not going to do that because. Joey is, you know, licking Dale's feet. He Are they Dale close to even getting someone full time? Do we know? I have no idea. I don't. Jerry, I stay away. Is it Monday? Jerry's like, oh, I, they're close. He I doesn't know nothing. that. He has no idea. He's. He, I think he wants that to be true. You guys heard anything this week about a full time third, two to six? I have heard nothing imminent at all. And they haven't really talked about it on the air much, right? Much. They haven't done it at all. That once, was your good idea recently, Mike. Once a week, I would do an update on what's going on, who we liked, like a recap. Even let Rossi do it, like a. Who was good this week? And just talk for half a segment, 10 minutes. Why aren't you on there anymore, Mutt? I have not been asked. I also think it's not its not a great fit, for being honest there. I'm just, it's not its not great. It's its a suffocating, can be suffocating doing that show. Well, you're not great here we have you on. What's the difference? You can suck there here. Yeah, but you, you guys, sleep you guys can use me you as sleep a... sleep it off and you, suck in the afternoon. You guys can... Shut up. You guys can use me to... Uh, 
as part of as part of the show. They really they have not done that. They've done a lot of jokes with you, a lot of no, wacky no, stuff. No, no, no. no. You guys do. You guys <clears throat> use the tools you have better than they do. Well, they already have. They have an established conservative in Dale now, and now we know they have a, a loony liberal in in, in Keith, and we're all screaming set. at the callers yesterday. Yeah, badgering callers who you know served our country, guys who you know were were hurting wars, Blood, sweating tears. Yeah, yeah. yeah, keep jumping all over these guys. It's good. They're fine. They need a third guy. You want to hear some of that? No, I just said that just because, stupid. You just felt like saying it. Yes, they, first of all, yes, Brian, yes, yes they do. Yes, but they that's do. the whole point is because less people see it when they do that. Everyone's watching <laughs> oh. football. So that's why they're doing it. These 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 protests behind closed doors, that's not even a protest. They're yeah, doing it there because you're watching and you know about it. And you're saying they're not doing the town hall things. Yes, they are doing those. Yeah, it's the wrong place to do it. It's our flag. Oh, we, right. We're right. blessed to be here. Yeah, it's, it's wrong. You guys are wrong. You're wrong. I will say. I, I will like say. The first majority of Americans. So the Washington what? Doesn't mean. Doesn't mean he's right. I actually agree with Keith, and I don't want to get too into it. But like the, this flag is as much and what respect the tree with here. This flag is as much. You know, some protesters. There's some guy who served in the war for ten years. It is. You're pointing to a yeah, flag in studio. You know what I mean? The national any flag, anthem, yeah. any flag or anthem, whatever, is as much a protesters as that's the whole point. Say that again. If you if you're a guy who's anti, if you're the guy who protests the national anthem, yep. kneels in front of the flag, okay. that flag is as much yours as is John McCain's, no doubt, no doubt. So but your, so, but your, your in your opinion is worth as much as somebody who fought for the country, right? Correct. Okay. But I think some people like Jerry and other people want that not to be the case. It's the case. Well, we've heard now, from too many people who did serve who have no feeling at all whatsoever. They don't think, right, but they plenty don't have who feel the other way. Yes, correct. So where are we? I don't know. Okay. We, 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 I have no idea. I'm, I'm pissed off about this Captain Hongwell. Oh, thing. stop. Well, I am. They're going to hear on the podcast today. Yeah, but but the listeners who the show didn't get to hear it, right? Okay, well, that's but that's not those two fault. So how many? What? That's not uh, Curtis and Ken. Those fault. two fault. Those two guys. Well, what? what pointing at them. So. How much did they hear? The listener. I actually don't know. I think he was on for right, two call minutes. In right call in right now. Call in right now. Let's wait two minutes. We'll get the calls. Did you hear any of the Captain Hungle? I'm actually curious. 617-779-7937. Did you actually hear the call? Because I'm getting tweets of people said they heard nothing, zero from it. Well, if he's at 40 minutes, 40 seconds, he was on for longer than 40 Not seconds. Not by much. So I want to hear from you guys again right now. Just tell me for yes or no. Did you hear it at all? Well, right now it was funny. three minutes. It was funny. It was With funny. the delay. It was I understand funny. yesterday. I understand that the American Express call. I can understand that. I thought it was funny, but I get... In in our in our cultural sensitive times, that probably wasn't the best play. You've seen calls affect me when there's been calls about people in my family. Correct? You've seen me get upset. Yeah, I don't care, but yeah, I know you don't care. Right? That was just funny. I'm going to say it right now. Yeah, I didn't just, think, I didn't find it offensive. I thought truth he made some it, right? good points. I I didn't know that charity existed. Did you, is that true? Women about? with women with absentee husbands. And when she goes like to Saratoga, she literally gets backward on the horse and rides See, around. I not, again, that seems I've dangerous. Not, I have not me. seen that. Captain Hungwell gave me some information. That seem I was not aware. Now, and, and her big, apple predilection big, is big, big odd. Fan. That's a little weird. I don't really get that. <laughs> <clears throat> when is the trip to uh, Saratoga this year? What week? Uh, which one? You're going more than once? Going twice. It's freaking unbelievable. You said you're going once before. So, I don't. I don't believe what? I said that. Did he say? that? If I did, I lied. He definitely okay. said he's definitely. taking a going trip twice? to yes. Saratoga. You've said that making, several times. I'm making Woo! two trips this year. Usually, it's a three or four uh, trip summer. This it's is now a inc- it's two trips. Freaking incredible. Once the the big one is uh, end of August. The entire family is going to be there. What do you mean, your brothers, wife, or? both kids, mom and dad will come up for a couple of days. We're in a big house. 
I don't understand. I don't understand why you would go back. Handcuffed by my ankle to a bench. Yeah, because I, I made a dumb mistake. I'm not going to stop uh, you sure going did. to a place. Uh, I want to hear from the callers. Again, did you hear Captain Hungwell or not? Because nobody here knows what you heard or didn't hear on our show. Not that's important. Nobody cares about that. Dumping 40 seconds of our show. 617-779-7937. Frank, go ahead. Did you hear that? Uh, Kirk, I heard the first two seconds of Morgan Freeman, and it was dropped right after that. This is... B.S. This is the best part of my Freeman was the end. Well, well, they wanted Freeman, they, the, listen, I'll be very clear. Was the end of the call? Yeah, it was terrible. Let's be clear about this. Management wants to ruin this show. Wants to ruin this show. I'm guessing Chris Mannix wasn't dumped. When they said they were having Chris Mannix on, Joe Zarbonne should have gone to his office, and they said, hey, hey, Chris, how are you? Boy, looks like the home team's had a break in this series. Joe should have put his goddamn finger on the button and sat there for 18 minutes until it was over. That's what he should have done, but of course not. Carlos, go ahead. Uh, Captain Hungwell for about 15 seconds and then two seconds of Morgan Freeman. Oh, for Christ, that. don't get me pissed off. It looks like uh, LeBron was uh, a little tired. You buying into that, Chris, or no? Yeah, it was home team. Jesus, uh, it's freaking unbelievable. Adam in Rhode Island, go ahead. Go ahead. Give me give me great, great mood in the weekend now. I don't care. I mean, fine, <laughs> fine. This shirt's $700. Awesome. How does that help me then? <laughs> Jesus. These shorts are blue. Great. Awesome. Fine. Wonderful. What do you want? I got up to the first two two letters of uh, the charity. That's that's all I heard. That's right now. You could spell it. I'm like our stupid producer, Captain Hunjwell, as he writes right here. <laughs> huge well. <laughs> Jesus, Captain Huge Well. James Springfield, go ahead. Curtis just, is rattled. Just piss Absolutely me off. Rattled. Go ahead. Just, just, just dump on my head. Oh, I don't mean it that way, like, actually, categorically. I mean, like, um, you know... Put me in the bad mood. Does that make me better? Jay in Springfield, West Springfield, whatever the hell that means. What do you want? Well, I was calling in to say, uh, you know, about the Captain Hungwell. I heard about, up till he said something about coming up the rear. Right, yes. And that's, where it, that's where it cut off. That's, you know, a couple seconds after that. All right, great. That sounds like half the call. Scott, well, other people are saying two seconds. Scott, go ahead. Scott? Back, I came back, out of the call, back. too, but ironically, we got an men's health commercial afterwards on direct health. <laughs> I thought perfect. perfect timing for Well, thank God for thank God for men not being able to get I don't need that number. If men couldn't get Thankfully. if men could could uh, yeah. manage to get aroused sexually, I think we'd be out of business right or, now. Or, or need to lose weight <laughs> or get divorced. <laughs> <laughs> Barry Sanders on there to help us. Jesus. Uh, is this our friend Patty from the Cape Mud? Oh, hi Patty. Yeah, she called yesterday, hey, right? How are you guys? Hi Patty. Good morning, Patty. How are you? I'm good. No, I didn't call yesterday. I've actually never called. Oh, okay. We have oh. a different female Karen. call. Karen from oh, the Cape. Karen. I'm sorry. Who's our one second, Patty? Who's our other friend from the Cape? What's oh, Kelly. Kelly. Is she okay? I haven't heard from her since that morning. Is that the woman who's supposed to come in that day and just judge show up? Uh, Judge Mr. Brainless? The beauty yeah. pageant. Yeah, uh, which was in, in its own way sexual harassment, really. Forcing you to show. take your clothes off. Good, Patty. Yeah. All right, a few things I got to say. One, I think a lot of people just take it way too serious. I thought it was hysterical, and I was sorry to see it get cut off. I was sort of enjoying it. Captain Hungwell. Good. How, how much of it did you hear, though, Patty? I heard um, right up to the, you know, well, I heard the same thing the last guy heard, right up until Morgan Freeman. So maybe 15 seconds, and then Morgan Freeman, and then it was gone. Mm-hmm. Some people are saying on the app you could hear more of it, so I don't know. Who knows? The fantastic app, it's smooth as can out. be. I can't think people like affiliates hey, here. I'm on thing. the new W app. Oh, right. <laughs> now, my friend, I care more about the military then you billy jaffe i picture of me weird picture with my shirt i'm proud of 
180. But what he's talking Peterson. What Man. is he talking about? I miss my friend. I mean, it's just I know like that part, know, Jesus. <laughs> friggin' aggra- aggravating. <laughs> you just want to friggin' kill everybody at this place. You really do. You know that? You really do. I've never had you that. Really do. Well, you really do. You can go. I'm gonna. I'll handle that. Kill everyone. Long. Yes. You know what I mean. Not literally. It'll get dumped anyway. Who cares? <sighs> Listen. It's the last hour of the week. Thanks. Really? I didn't know that. Boy, you bring so much to the table. Yeah, Is good this last weekend hour of the week? We have good weekend coming up before 10 No, we're not, giving the, we're not giving the dummies good weekend this weekend. You understand that? Not, no, whoa, 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 whoa. It's nope. not their fault. That's how it works now. It is not nope. their fault. I, I'm punishing them now for being part of this. Do you understand me? Absolutely. Not, they've not protested long and hard enough. They've not stood in front of the building with signs. They've not demanded the firing of Joe Zarbano and Mark Hannon. That's what I want. I want signs. I want McGrory, Hannon, and Zarbano to hit the, hit the, hit the bricks this weekend. Okay, because not being allowed, what what Joey did with Captain Hongwell is worse than what McGorry did. It's oh, worse. No, it's... Than... Yes, in a way it is. <laughs> Took away entertainment from people. Smiles, laughs. But they'll still get to hear it at some point. The no, whole thing. No, you understand? The president is saying there's no good weekend this weekend. Absolutely. Can they there's play no... the full Captain Hongwell call no, on we're the podcast? End the show today with a little bit of Mannix from yesterday. Do you understand that? Want... Oh, good. Okay, good. And the podcast as well. Do you understand? We'll do the podcast. No, I'm saying at the end of that, it'll be Mannix as well. I want some Mannix in there as well. Or some oh, okay. can or something. Okay? Sure, sure. Great.